1: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast, your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be.
2: Oh, mama, what a play.
3: Now,
1: here's your host, Chris
3: Plank. All right, welcome into Featured on the Sooner Sports Podcast, along with Jessica Cootie. I'm Chris Plank, and last week, whenever we wrapped up Featured Jess, you said the topic for this week's feature ties in with the game and the opponent. And I, I didn't know legitimately the feature. I thought just, you knew the story. I knew the story of Travis. I didn't know about Josh, and it never dawned on me. Until it so this is the first time I've got to watch your feature before we've done this. Okay. Usually we tape this and then I get to watch the feature, but kinda take me through the thought process and kind of what brought you to Travis DeGray and Josh Shank as focal points for this feature.
4: Well, every every year, you know, Oklahoma does a military appreciation game and What's neat about this year is that they're doing it all surrounding the Army game. And, I mean, I'm getting chills right now just talking about it because I th- I know a lot of the things are going to surround it. Hopefully the rain doesn't rain on our parade. But um, the way that Oklahoma is really kind of making this about appreciating our military and, and everything that goes into it, I wanted to find a story that went along with that. So a few years ago, you'll remember um, – I did a feature on Stephen Parker um, out of Tulsa, your guy, and his uh, he has several military ties. And, you know, I just there's just something, you know, you want to kind of relate to that somehow. So in digging on, you know, maybe somebody who has um, uh, some ties to that found out about Travis is st- Travis's story. And then they're like, well, you know, we also have Josh who um, is not only in the ROTC, but is also in the National Guard. And so we decided to kind of maybe highlight those two guys and and what they're kind of doing both with football and outside of football.
3: And again, for those new to this podcast, uh, this is basically the wingman to Jess's feature to where she gets five minutes for a feature, roughly. And we take all the pieces from hours of interviews and hopefully bring you a little bit of a different perspective. So let's start with where these two really start for the Sooners right now. And that's on the scout team.
4: Yeah. And that's one thing you hear over and over again from Lincoln Riley to make up a great team. It takes everybody. And he, you know, stresses that to his team. He stresses that to his staff. You know, we've heard him say it over and over again. And I think we get so caught up and, you know the players that they bring in, the five-star recruits, the four-star recruits, and you know um, the transfers and the coaches. But but none of that's possible if they don't have somebody to practice up against, right? So um, you know, and and in addition to that, they they have to bring their best. You know, you you the when you're prepared, when you're going up against somebody's best every single day on the scout team when they're giving you their best you're only going to be better for it and that's one thing you hear for a theme a lot from oklahoma football is the competition and how that makes you better and so um that's kind of where this starts is just kind of their role with oklahoma football and the importance of that role
2: we come in and would kind of lack be lackadaisical for that day the office doesn't get the best look they might they not might not be at the level that they want to be at so, us giving that look is, is extremely important. Definitely,
5: I always try my best effort because I know that uh, being a scout player, it, it's, it's a lot more than just being a necessary practice player because we represent the other teams. And I know that um, the harder we practice to the point where sometimes we even compete um, to a level that um, sometimes it matches the intensity of the, uh, the starters. And um, The more we make them work the
1: easier it is for them to get in the game it's very important you know most times you go back at the end of the at the end of a game and you look back and if your group's been really prepared if they've seen the right looks it's amazing you know how much you see that carry over into the game and uh everybody's got roles on this team you know not everybody's going to be the star quarterback not everybody's going to be the guy that that you know the star linebacker that makes 15 tackles it's to, to have a great team, it takes everybody. It takes all the coaches. It takes every single player, every person involved with the program, and those guys are two great examples. that they, It's behind the scenes a lot, but they make a big difference for us. All
3: right, so we're going to focus on each guy. We're going to talk about Josh in the next segment, if you will. But right now, Travis, who last year I'll never forget being on the sidelines, and there was a great in uniform. I had no idea who he was. And I can remember digging through everything. And then I think you had actually found out more about his story. And there was a couple of different angles about it. Uh, He's got an amazing background and a guy that's getting to live a lifelong dream.
4: Yeah, so he's an Oklahoma kid. And so, uh, you know, Sooner fans love Oklahoma kids, right? (laughs) And he grew up right down the road, Sooner born, Sooner bred. His grandparents have had season tickets for several 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 years now and you know one thing that's in the feature that's not in the podcast is just kind of talking about how you know this was the place if you're going to play football somewhere this is a place you got to do it because you know they, that's how he was raised he's a Sooner fan through and through um, so that's why he decided to walk on and you know I don't think we can hit on this enough with these guys is that you know their role that they do so you know they're they're playing Division One football, and they have to do all the requirements that the football team does. You know, they have to go to meetings, and they have to go just because, you know, I think maybe people don't realize just maybe because you're a walk-on or you're on the scout team, you might not have as many responsibilities, but you absolutely do. So you're playing Division I football. You're a student on top of that. You're going to your classes. Both these guys are very good students. And then he's serving uh, in the Army Reserve. So all of that. And, you know, this is something that he had kind of always growing up, maybe thought about how he could uh, get involved with the military and He got out of prep school and was thinking, okay, what am I going to do now? Started researching it. And he said, uh, you know, someone maybe had suggested, what about the reserve? Because he really wanted to get his education. That was important for him is, you know, making sure that he still got his degree. How? What's the best way to do that? How could I get involved with the military, but then also get my degree? And they, you know, provided a lot of assistance with his education. He said it was like about a two-week period and he was enlisted and ready to go. So um, that's how kind of his background, but I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight as to what that entails what what does enlisting in the reserve entail for Travis Great?
2: growing up I had always thought about military like oh what what would I do like maybe the military maybe the air force maybe the army I'm not really for for sure and then uh, really I had the opportunity to to serve the country and then uh, they gave a lot of opportunity for school as well so I could do both. I could do that, and then they help me with school, paper, school, all, all types of stuff like that. Uh, we do a lot of preparation for things like in-state things that are gonna and that happen, stuff so like natural disasters happen in-state, tornadoes or anything like that. Then we'll we'll be ready for stuff like that or riots or anything. But also we do preparation to get ready if we deploy, so they can call us to deploy at any time, and we can go wherever they tell us to go.
3: So there's Travis's story. What about? Josh Shank, a little bit of a different path, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. So he, I guess he had never been to Oklahoma and just felt really? felt at home here, and then you know just kind of knew about the um, the history, of course. And you know, he talks about for him, he wanted to compete. He loves to compete, and he wanted to compete against the best. So that's why he decided to walk on at Oklahoma. And actually, I'm, I believe he was he played football for 3 he's this is his third year with the football team second year with the ROTC so he was in football for a year and then decided to get involved with the ROTC and i actually had the opportunity last week to go out to one of the ROTC trainings it was pretty cool saw the video you know <laughs> the, yeah they were going out they, you know they they do these different kinds of, there's a lot of things that kind of go into it. And that's one thing that's maybe different. That, Is
3: that where the video came from with the guys working on yes, on the backboard? Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, so they, you know, we're going through what to do if you're in a battle and someone has a wound and what you have to do to, awesome. you know, help get that guy out of there as safely as possible. And so, you know, there's lots of things that they do like that. There's workouts, there's trainings. And so he kind of has like weekly requirements. And, and sometimes it does, um, you know, he has uh, conflicts between the two with football and uh, the Army. But I thought this was very – very interesting. And that's what he's going to talk about, too, is just how well they work together. And if something doesn't work out with one, and, and Coach Riley actually talked about that, too, is that when, um, uh, you know, there there's a conflict, they try to really work together really well. So I think that's cool in the ROTC part that they're trying to help out Josh in any way he can with football, and football's doing the same with ROTC. They just want him to be successful in any way possible, but here's kind of why Josh decided to get involved in the way he has.
5: I've always wanted to help people, and I've always wanted to you know f- figure out a way to help make a difference, and I thought by me joining the ROTC, not only will I be able to serve my country, but um, I'll also be able to help my community as well.
4: How do you manage doing both? That's
5: a lot. Okay, so um, it is a lot. It's very, uh, I will say it is um, exhausting, but it's its a challenge and I, I actually love the challenge. I love to um, like work out. I love um, being a part of both um, my, i say my battle buddies in the military and then my team, like uh, just the camaraderie with both. Um, and just, uh, they, they both work hand in hand. So um, I know sometimes I'll have to make obligations and I have to make decisions where I have to choose either football or RTC, but they both work together and they're both understanding. So that's what I really like about it. Like they actually care about what's best for me and they try to see what can both help me um, become successful.
3: What we've learned is that these are some busy dudes. In addition to being a student and a member of the football team, they're also members basically of RLTC, of the Army. And I'd be curious about just just kind of understanding that that, that balance and how it works together because it's got to be a challenge, right?
4: Yeah, and I I actually asked Travis the question about, you know, he could get a call at any point. You heard him talk about at any point, you know, if they need him to be deployed. And he actually, a couple of quick stories on those two. um, He actually got called, through the reserve to go down and help with the hurricane down in Houston relief efforts down there. And so he kind of, that's kind of been one of the things that he's been called to do. And Josh actually spent some time at Fort hood over the summer, um, kind of going through what it's like um, the, the training aspect of it. And so these are guys that really do, they really have had some extensive type of training that, you know they're going to be prepared for whatever the the call may be um but they've talked a lot about um how things that they've learned from football apply to the army and how things that they learned in the army apply to football so for these two guys these two entities in their worlds kind of go hand in hand
2: they really i think uh, it's the leadership qualities that they both require football requires a lot of leadership and then when they both teach you different perspective of what's going on. The leadership and then work ethic. Being being, uh, in the Army, you gotta have a good work ethic. You can't can't really back down from anything. You have to do whatever you can. And then that carries over to football as well, which is the same thing. You gotta work hard all the time. And then football, you kinda learn all that stuff as well. And that just transfers right back over. So it really just builds on top of each other yes i definitely like because with the captains like i look up to all of them um
5: i definitely take account everything that they're saying and then the the passion behind it like that when they speak it's like i take it as a i'm in the followers position and um i understand and i try to make what's the most out of it to help it so we're both on the same page and i transition that into um, ROTC such as like even when we do workouts and stuff like you know the motivation to push everybody to make it so like nobody quit nobody's left behind um, and it's just like like helping them out as well and then how I do transition that is for um, with ROTC is that the mentality that like no matter what we get it done we're gonna get the job done And with football so I try to be there to like you know help motivate people help um push people help show that I can do it you can do it we all can do it like we're all in this together we're all one
3: one thing that's been cool about planning for this week has seen the respect that Oklahoma has the 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 Tim Kish story that was out there in The Athletic was really good and just in general Mike Stoops we, we asked the question at the end of Coach's Corner about who would be most likely most likely to get through training. And after he gave his picks, he then went through how much they appreciate and how much they respect
4: who did he say? He picked about three he picked Trey Norwood. Okay. That's really not surprising to me. You
3: know what? And it was interesting because Mike got it. It was about Army Ranger training. And he's like, you gotta be mentally tough. He said Trey, you know, you think about big strong guys, but Trey Norwood, mentally tough. He said "Uh, Caleb Kelly. Yeah. Mentally tough guy. So in other words, you know, there's a ton of respect across the board for everything that the men that they're facing on Saturday have gone through and the guys that are on the roster, Jess have gone through too.
4: Yeah. And I think it's been cool too the way that um, it's kind of come out. Some of these players, they do have ties. Like I talked at the beginning, um, you know, in Curtis Bolton, I found out I'm actually working on a feature on him. Spoiler alert for Uh featured in the future. Um, But, you know, when he, it's funny how it all kind of worked out. So he sat down, and he's like, what's this for? And I was telling him, you know, I do a feature every week and on our game day show. And he asked me, what's the feature this week? And I was like, oh, they're actually in your room, you know, forgot, like they're linebackers. <laughs> they, they, you know, like, so Curtis is like, yeah, that's, those are my guys. Those are my guys. And. So I said, well, uh, could I get a quick, you know, maybe thought on that from him? And this is actually not in the feature. So this is exclusive right here to the podcast is kind of Curtis Bolton's take on it. But he's a he's a military brat. His dad served 20 years in the Navy. And so, you know, this is a special game for him, too. And so while there's a you know, they have great, great respect for those guys, for Josh and Travis, for what they're doing. There's a lot of people that really kind of get it because of their upbringing, because they have such close family members that have been through it. And so you're going to hear Curtis Bolton first and then Lincoln Riley just talk about the respect that this Oklahoma football team has in the locker room for these two guys.
2: I got a lot of respect for that. Um, My dad did 20 years in the Navy, so I I grew up a military brat. Um, But, you know, I know how hard it is on us. I know how much it takes for us to, to keep going and for them to be able to do all of this and be able to serve our country and, and, and uh, get their education out of it. It, it. I respect
1: them a lot for that.
2: that. That takes a
1: lot. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you just see kind of the determination that those two guys have. I mean, I, it, when you sit back and somebody tells you that they are that involved with the ROTC and the reserves and doing all they do, it doesn't surprise you much because of what you see on the field. I mean, guys that you can count on, guys that work hard every single day, very, very dependable. Um, and just to be able to balance it schedule-wise. You know, we've we've tried hard to work with them, you know, to make it doable from their end. But they are – to to think, you know, those guys are playing Division One football. You know, they're doing all they're doing with the ROTC and the reserves. On top of that, they're students here. You know, and so to be able to balance all three of those is pretty incredible. This
3: week has been fun. I, w- I was joking. I get my – pregame done on thursdays and i have a whole routine to it and i sit and i've got a show i watch and i listen to podcasts and i prepare my pregame but for some reason i was so excited i got it done yesterday (laughs) (laughs) this week has been and and, and i i get it army's not ohio state army's not uh usc but
4: they're a good football team they're a good football team. and there's a lot of respect you know for ding, this team ding, ding, ding. on Absolutely. all on all phases there's a lot of respect you know I've I do practice reports all week and talk to these players and they really respect what this football team does on the football field because it's different and it's going to be a challenge. And especially the D line coming off the the game that they had against Iowa state, this is their kind of game. And that's what they all talked about. Like, this is our game. This is a game made for us. So we're ready to go. So they actually respect them as what they're going to do as a football team. And then they respect them even more for knowing what they're going to have to do once they're done playing football. Right,
3: Right. Exactly. So with that said, it means probably a little bit more to Travis and Josh, doesn't it?
4: It does. I mean, so there's a lot of stuff that's going to go around the game. And I think that's what's really cool about the University of Oklahoma is they go above and beyond and they're finding innovative ways. And they do this, you know, every year. What? How can we be kind of innovative to really show our appreciation for the military and what they do? I think it's just it's been I think is going to be a class act, which is what you hear about OU and the Sooner fans kind of all the time when you hear these non-conference big marquee teams kind of coming in and how well Oklahoma treats them. But I think within the university side of it and the athletics department, the things that they have planned and lined up is just... It's going to be a very, very, very special day. I mean, I again, I keep getting chills just thinking about it because there's going to be a lot of things surrounding the game for fans that are going to be there that's going to be super special to get to witness and be a part of. So on that being said, yeah, for the fans, for Army, for everybody, the, the, the football team, the program, they're kind of really going above and beyond, which means a lot to these two guys that have Army ties. So, you know, I kind of asked them, it is a different game for them, and they're actually, you know, when they're playing on the scout team, that's what Josh was talking about. We represent the other team, and so in preparing for this game, you know, they're representing Army, and so it's it's special for them in that way, but then it's also going to be a little bit different feel for them when the Army team runs out to take on their team on Saturday.
5: As long as long, when they step on the field, it's more so Boomer Sooner, but outside of that, they're still my brother's like outside the game so it is going to be a very fun
2: game and I'm excited. It's going to be crazy. I, don't, I haven't really thought about it but I understand exactly what they're going through and what they're going to end up doing when when this game is all done. So it's going to, this is going to be a fun experience.
4: So many things that OU is doing to help show their appreciation for this Army program. For you as a member of the reserves, what does it mean to you that OU wants to do that for this program? It,
2: it means a lot. It shows that uh, Oklahoma really does care about what's going on in our world like what's going on with the veterans and people that are Serving right now that they show a lot of appreciation to that. It means a lot Um, It actually it means a lot because it shows that OU
5: cares not only just it's not about just a game But also the soldiers that have fallen before and then just the fact of the experience and how much respect They give to the people that are in the military It shows their appreciation. So it does mean a lot so there you have it, featured. You can watch
3: it right now at Soonersports.tv. It's on the front page at Soonersports.com. Jess, before we let you go... Um facebook this weekend we can watch you as well oh that should be fun yes think about how fun that's gonna yeah
4: be. so what's neat i'm so happy for a night game too right, and exactly. We're not um up at 4 a.m you know so facebook live will be going on from 5 to 6 where we have our sooner game day show going on from 10 to 11 so it really kind of allows for us to do a little bit more um with the sooner's live show so should I don't really have anything planned right now, but I know I won't have an I won't have any kind of uh, trouble getting things to fill that time because there's going to be a lot going on. There's some big time people going to be back um, on the sidelines on Saturday as oh, wow. well, so I shouldn't have a shortage of uh, interviews as well.
3: Great stuff, Jess. Have a fun Saturday, and we'll see you next
4: week.
1: All right, sounds good. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at soonersports.tv/podcast and make sure to follow us on Twitter at OUontheair.
5: Look around, you can find cars like these on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars.